I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone and welcome to The The Big Big Ones! I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. And this is The Big Ones. Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The problems can be confusing to talk about, but they're always fun to discuss because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. And this time they're all from the big screen! Well, you like what you see, <laughs> Alan McLeod. Oh. Kind of like a well-oiled machine, huh? Yeah. How we do that? Yes. Definitely. Oh, I'm gonna love it. <laughs> I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look right into the abyss and just love whatever comes out of That's this. That's great. Uh huh. Alan, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. This is so great. It's so oh, great to hang with you guys. Thanks. You guys know Alan. He was on. Uh, well, he's on your TV. And what commercials are those? <laughs> 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 what commercials are those that we're always seeing you in? Um, right now, it could be a progressive commercial. Okay, um, and you're the star. And I am the co-star with you and your and wife, and with uh, the an actress playing my wife. And oh, yeah, right, no, Kenna not right, and uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's been very nice. You know, those are the most exciting things for any kind of relatives or family. Yeah, to I'm see sure. You. And just despite if you like. Worked really hard and are on a maybe a TV show or like something you're the like worst, that. which you would have seen Alan on. Right, you could have seen me on that if you watched that. If you don't, it's there for you whenever you want to find it on Hulu. Right, and you FX are also Plus. on Ghost Girls and Ghost Girls. Most importantly, the launch the point, <laughs> the launch point uh-huh. that set us on the map. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, well, we were launching, we never quite took off. I think we're still flying. I think we're still flying. <laughs> Positive. We're in orbit. Uh-huh. Like an intercontinental <laughs> ghost. We're in orbit. Now we're out in the stratosphere. We're and we're coming. Jet. Maybe you come back in for a quick landing or refuel. Oh, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. A refuel. I'd love a refuel. Yeah. Ghost girls. Refuel. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing says let's go for it than a refuel. Um, now, before we dive into our Alan's little big one, Splash. Uh, <laughs> we just did um, a phone call because for our Kickstarter, one of the incentives for our podcast network without restarting is we're doing these five minute phone calls with people who've gave 50 bucks to our Kickstarter and then we'll play them on a podcast we're doing about starting the network. It's all very meta. Uh, but we just <laughs> spoke to someone, a woman named Janine who actually works in podcasts and what, what did she work in exactly? She's like the podcast numbers and I forget what her company was. Algorithms. Sim- simply cast, simple cast. Simply yeah. It's cast like basically she cast. knows like who's listening to what and mm-hmm. she like is the person who kind of, I don't fully understand, but 
Anyway, she had a lot of information for us. And she said one of the reasons why maybe women's podcasts don't get as many hits is because they put their, she called them asks. Basically, they're people begging for support and like, rate and review us women tend to put those at the end of their podcast and they say it like this they go if you like our podcast it would really mean a lot if you rate and reviewed it while men are more likely to put their asks at the beginning of the podcast and they say things like this if this is quality content if you want this content to continue you must rate and review us Wow. So it's more powerful and people do it more. So we're going to today do a more um, masculine And also at the end, people drop off. She says you're getting 5% of your listeners by the end of the podcast. So you got to do it up front. Mm. If you do not donate to... uh, What what, what are we asking? Yeah, we want people to rate and review us and tell their friends about the podcast. This is quality content. If you want it to continue, you need to tell your friends. (laughs) Otherwise, you will no longer be able to listen to this quality content. So what you are going to do right now is you're going to rate and review this podcast on Apple iTunes. You're going to tell five of your friends. You're going to open your phone right now. You're going to tell five friends that there is a podcast that you must listen to. And if you don't, a curse will come over your house. Open up your flip phone right now (laughs) and review this podcast pod and the idea of the other pod as well right yeah and do it and believe me you'll become a better writer and reviewer <laughs> yeah practice you'll be makes able to perfect summarize thoughts and communicate in a in a in a uh, effective way that's right yes and if you do not do this we no longer like you boom and uh we have a patreon if you you, you will, will give, give to, to our the patreon <laughs> you will give us money you will you must (laughs) okay guys well thanks so much so now that that's over with (laughs) wow i feel intimidated i'm gonna put echo under our voices for that part (laughs) we're gonna make it really intense like the devil's telling them to do it So I mean, we'll see what happens, but we really would like to grow our following. Um, it would really help us. You know, we'd love to sell some ads on the podcast and you guys love listening to ads. So yeah, anyway, well, if we were doing the ads, if we were going, you know, what makes me, you know, what makes my blood boil a mattress that isn't Casper, you know, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, hear that? Maybe I, we should just try and get Casper mattress to do Casper. Come on, Casper, you will give us ads. <laughs> Casper. Ghost Girls? I mean... Ghost Girls! That's amazing. I had to just tell you guys a quick story um, where when I was in Europe with my girlfriends after college, um, we were couch surfing. Do you guys remember couch surfing? This Mm. is like before Airbnb. Uh, Yeah, couchsurfing.com. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Still happens sometimes. Yeah, you can couch couch surf. Oh, yeah. 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 So we were in Amsterdam and we were going to couch surf on this man's um, couch. This guy, I forget his name. (laughs) But anyway, so we we got to his apartment... He was this really nice man, but ironically, he ended up sleeping on the couch, and we, me and my girlfriend, slept in his bed. Oh, that's wow. sweet. I was doing this thing where when he opened the door, I was just joking. I didn't really do this, but I was like, "You will be a visitor in your own home. You will sleep on your own couch." <laughs> <laughs> he was really nice. You wow. bed surfed. Yeah, I bed surfed. Yeah, <laughs> I would have a good tagline for couchsurfing.com. Ride those living room waves. Mm. Wow. Mm. Alan. That's, I love it. 
I love it. <laughs> you will love my tagline. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Much like the ocean, you can find change in the couch cushions. No. Okay, we can delete that part. No, no, no not delete it again. We'll you... laugh at what Alan <laughs> So, Alan, before we get to our big, big one, and this season is all movie moral dilemmas, so we're mm. just taking all of our moral dilemmas from the big screen. And being in oh, Hollywood, okay. I know okay. you have you know what that feels like. Oh, yeah. I got a pretty big screen TV. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so before we get to our big screen, big one, we like to ask our guests, do you have any little moral dilemma that we could maybe help you out oh, with? Gosh. Okay. Um, I suppose there is some... Um, uh, I guess I've been thinking about, as I have now, a almost two-year-old whether I'm going to try to introduce, and I don't want to rehash that. If, if you guys have already talked about vegetarianism, then I don't want to necessarily. Briefly, no, br- briefly, but not in this context. But try to introduce it, his, him into a diet of that. Not that I'm even vegetarian, but like, you know, is it bad to like, you know, force him to eat, you know, chicken or something, right, without you his, know, or knowing what. Yeah. Or, you know, really knowing that it's like a cute animal that he's just going to literally go play with in five seconds. Like he's because he's got a little chicken toy, you know, Um, because just because, you know, that was something in college. After college, I was like uh, I I was vegetarian for or like pescatarian for like a a, a number of years. And then I. Uh huh. Yes. And I try to be just conscious of now. Now I just kind of try to be conscious of where the food's coming from and stuff like that but i'm not i'm not perfect about that and then i don't know so anyway i just got very lazy as i got um older and just numb to all the things it connects to if you're thinking about you know climate change and all that stuff you know like vegetarianism could be helpful for that and you know so anyway it's just like okay when is he old enough to for me to be like hey this is where this comes from or this is where that comes from and this is something i can read about i don't know it's just something that came to mind that's interesting that your default is i shouldn't feed the kid meat until he can choose to eat it where i think a lot of people it's the other way it's like they're gonna eat what i eat until Mm -hmm. they're old enough to choose to be a vegetarian like religion like when it's like they're gonna come to church Mm. until they can choose not to go to church yeah Yeah. so that's interesting i'm not saying that that's what i've done (laughs) (laughs) eat what we eat but i'm like oh is that right should i be like whatever you know i don't know so yeah yeah i wonder what the religion one is good too like you know what age, Maria, do you remember when you finally realized that meat was animals? No age. I honestly have no recollection of ever having some sort of kind of like traumatic kind of like, whoa, this is this. Like, I think I kind of just always, I, I have no recollection. You of still it. don't fully understand. I don't. Yeah, no. And what's mm-hmm. meat? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't. I, I don't. Ha- do you have a recollection? No, not really, but I also never had, like, that conversation with my parents. I don't think anyone ever, like, sat me down. But I probably learned about it in school. Um, and I just think I it was – I think it's just so easy to be disconnected when you're like, oh, I love chickens, and I love eating chicken. I yeah. love chickens. Right. Like, right. It doesn't, <laughs> like the murder yeah. part or the, right. you know, killing for food doesn't fit into that, I think, for a lot of people. Right. But I think it's nice of you to want to have that mm. – Discussion because you do hear about kids getting upset about it. 
Right. Yeah. I could like see him being like, what? This is really, this is what that is, you know? Right. Um, because it's just sort of, you know, it's just sort of ubiquitous, I guess. Like it's just around, I grew up in Alabama, you're always eating barbecue and you know, it's mm-hmm. just like, there's not another option. When I was like told my folks I was vegetarian, it was like a very like yeah. big thing. And then everybody, all of my relatives would constantly bring it up at family gatherings and like, Oh, why is Alan eating any uh, spaghetti or whatever? <laughs> oh, and it's like, well, there's just meat sauce or whatever, you know? So it was like a, it was a thing that, you know, ridiculed for, I mean, you know, it's the same way vegans still are, you know, today yeah. it's like a hugely, you know, we just kind of let it go, <laughs> but like right. they're actually doing like what everybody should be doing to at least a small degree, you know, Definitely. which is like Conscious. not participating in, mass produced uh factory farming so yeah i remember it's so funny people are so defensive about their how they eat yeah like and even i was when i i had um a boyfriend in um college that was the reason why and he was a vegetarian and i remember for like the first year we were dating i like anytime he'd bring it up i would get like so defensive and like be like rolling my eyes at him and then i finally walked one watched um this movie earthlings which is like basically a shockumentary about factory farming Mm -hmm. and just instantly i was like i'm never eating meat again and then for like eight years i was a pescatarian and yeah. then I just slowly. I, I watched a factory farm video too, yeah. which really like put me off. And I was like, wow. And it and it was about the same amount of years too. Like that's how long that video like lasted. <laughs> Seriously. Like it took that long for it to get out of my system where I was like, all right, I'll have a chicken sandwich. <laughs> right. I really. And so now it's like, do I watch another video or do I think, and I've said this before on the podcast, but in my dream world, I eat vegetarian through the week and then Sundays I go to the farmer's market I get a chicken or a a pork roast or whatever maybe not pork because pigs are so smart but maybe like whatever I get some like meat from a local farmer at the farmer's market I cook that up on on Sunday we have a roast or we have uh, I make a roast chicken and then I eat the leftovers throughout the week if there are any but I'm not like ordering a turkey sandwich at a restaurant that's a that's a great way to do it yeah I don't think I think it's like you can't it's hard to just quit altogether, you know? Well, it's a completely, it's completely changing your lifestyle for a meat eater to get like, you're getting the nutrients you need, you're getting the protein you need and you take that away and it's like, you really have to think about it and, and also like, if you're wanting to be conscious about weight, if you're wanting to be conscious about your nutrition, I mean, all of that, it's like, you can't eat tofu every day, like soy's not good for you and it's like, I don't know. It just does take so much. It's consciously changing your entire lifestyle. When I was a vegetarian, I had so many stomach issues. I was like constantly really bloated because I am really sensitive to beans and I'm really sensitive to like vegetables, Mm. um, like broccoli, like all that stuff that can make you gassy um, and like soy products too. So I was like constantly in stomach pain and I do feel a lot better eating meat, but Mm -hmm. um and also, like, bread hurts my stomach a little bit. So oh, I was wow. just, like, all the things you can eat as a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I was also not a good vegetarian because I wasn't, like, cooking at the time. So it was a lot of, like, oh, they were called <laughs> hickory riblets. Do you guys uh, ever have the hickory riblets? Uh, <laughs> I think they're morning star, but they're basically, like, fake ribs. But they're, like, slathered. Yeah, but they're shaped like... like they're the, shaped. Yeah, they got yeah, those at uh-huh. Astro Burger. They have something like yes, that at Astro Burger. Yeah, they're they're very that. much like when the, the McRib, like, if you look at a McRib patty, it's the same thing as i mean 
not the same material, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's that might as well jelly, be hickory ribs. jelly ribs. Yeah, jelly ribs. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Alan. I mean, I think. I mean, he's only, he's not even two yet, so I don't know. I mean, that might be kind of shocking to him, right? To be like... To show him, like, a factory farm video? (laughs) (laughs) I wish you had told me that yesterday. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, he has to be... I I don't know, because it is kind of giving him something he cannot have any say over, but then again, he is a child, so it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you have to give him the nutrients he needs. But right. then again, if you know what kind of substitutes for meat and you want to do a really healthy vegetarian, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Doctor wise, I don't know what they would recommend in that situation. Well, I think if you're conscious of it, it just naturally trickles down. And then yeah. maybe when he's like six or seven, you mm-hmm. can be like, well, this chicken is the same as this mm-hmm. chicken, but this one's, you know, dead right. and skinned. <laughs> because it's also not like just so black and white. It's not like... <clears throat> It's not like I'm even saying it's wrong 100% to eat animals, although there's an argument to be made for that. Like, because a lot of people hunt, hunt, and yeah. that's what they eat, and I'm sure that's a that's a tiny percentage <laughs> right, of people. Right, right. But there are a lot of people that that they hunt, and that seem that like makes more sense to me, yeah. you know, because the process it's not processed, and there's you're con you are consciously you, take you know what right. you're doing, you're doing it, and you're doing it to s- sustain yourself. You know, it's not just yeah. easy. I'm at the store. Like, you're yeah, you're cutting out the the factory farm middleman where where animals are you know tortured and stuff like that, yeah. and 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 all and the carbon footprint, and you know, yeah. So it's like that's not you know even 100 percent the problem. But it's it's also like it get, that's where it gets trickier. It's like, well, okay, we can occasionally have some turkey, and then we want to make sure we get it from the farmers market or yeah, something like right. that, you know. So anyway, that's just kind of you know something it's a journey. to think about. Yeah, I would like to. I feel like I'm I'm finally because after I stopped being a vegetarian is like um, when I also started getting really into cooking. So I was like really excited to. It's you know there's more options to cook when you're mm-hmm. like able to cook meat. So mm-hmm. I yeah. think the last couple of years I was eating more meat than even I naturally want to just because I was like excited by some recipes. But now I feel like all of a sudden this year I'm like not as interested in meat anymore and so i'm more trying to cook vegetarian recipes but and i've been sitting on some is... mushrooms for a couple of, mu- a couple of months <laughs> have they bloomed yet oh they might be nice and ripe now <laughs> you just been you just been sitting on them yeah, yeah. I mean, they're nice and pungent guy. yeah but what do you use in cooking other than like what what becomes the protein in the cooking well, um, a lot of stuff. Like the other day for lunch, I made really good little like crisp bread sandwiches and the protein was a schmear of hummus. Mm. Okay. You know, you don't need, it's not like we're lifting weights every day. We don't need that much protein. That's kind of a myth. Uh, you actually do need a, that much well, protein. Well, Maria's freaking raging <laughs> I'm, I'm the gym. ripped over here, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on like the key, the keto, the keto way of eating is that, you know, you do, you do need a lot of protein and a lot of, you don't need the car. The thing is cutting out the carbs and the sugar and then like, you know, sustaining your body with, you know, meats and, and things that just like make energy in your body. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, are you doing keto? My boyfriend was it does try like he does some intermittent fasting and stuff Mm. and like tries to do the keto it's the cutting out the sugar that makes us kind of unable to go into full keto at least (laughs) oh yeah because it's like the hardest 
thing to beat is sugar oh, addiction. Gosh. Yeah, and, oh, that's true. Yeah, I I'm, I'm having that problem as well. That and, maybe that and then also thing. it's like cutting out. You're only allowed to have a certain amount of carbs every day, and like. Like, it's like, oh, I'll cut out, you know, certain carbs, but then it's like, so I'll get a cauliflower pizza crust, false, that's like pure carbs. You know, like you think, like certain things are carbs that you wouldn't think are carbs. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's Mm. a lot. Yeah. I just feel like there's also protein in some like vegetables and leafy greens and stuff. Like there are a little bit of proteins here and there. And also like in the morning, I'll make a smoothie and put, I have like protein powder I put in it. Mm -hmm. And it's like really good quality protein. Um, like protein powder right. mm-hmm. that that always makes me full for a while right and, and then, that's just like ground up buffalo <laughs> it is. It's, it's like oh buffalo. but you're right it is collagen so it, it, that's not vegetarian the one oh, i'm using it, now is co- oh what, well what's Collagen's collagen like it's from cow- the lips of oh. models <laughs> Horse hooves, I think, is what it is. Oh, I don't, horse no, hooves. no, I don't think it is. I don't know. Oh, okay. What it is. Well, gelatin it's, is it's, um, is uh, gelatin is horse, but um, collagen. This is bovine. Ah, uh, cow. Yeah. Wow. No, it's boat from bovines. Isn't that cows? No, bovines Bovine? are different. Oh, really? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got her. <laughs> bovines. Bovines are different. Uh, it's like hamster. You gotta wake up pretty early. <laughs> I know. I am a what? Whoa. You can always trick her first My thing. My eyes are spinning. <laughs> well, I hope, you know, I think, Alan, the thing the thing to do is just keep, you know, being aware of yourself. And then that, like Amanda said, that will mm. trickle down to him. And then when he's yeah. a little older, you know, when he gets a little more conscious about, you know, just the world, you know, where he can maybe start talking and you can start like talking to him about this stuff even if it's yeah. you know very rudimentary discussions still you know to just have him be aware there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that just don't scare him and he may be end up like being like a little anarchist or something yeah, and go like, like he- i want to eat it all now <laughs> give me that give chicken. me the chicken <laughs> you never know you, you never, never know, know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's something we all need to work on let's be honest it's true being conscious there's nothing wrong with being conscious mm-hmm. a man is done I got to go grab my um, big, big one I wrote over. I forgot I wrote it over. Oh, Oh, okay. And then we'll get to the big, big one. Is Stacy a vegetarian? She is. uh, No, not. not, uh, But she's way better at avoiding, um, you know, the non-vegetarian type stuff. Just sometimes it tastes so good. I, I know, and it, it like you said, it is fun to cook. Like at the last place I lived, we had like the the house came with a smoker, and I was out there oh, doing right. pork shoulders and stuff like that. And now I'm like, oh man, I gotta I gotta try to avoid like pork unless it's like a special occasion or something like yeah, that. Yeah, not, not to mention like the barbecue and the carcinogens are supposed to be really bad for you. Oh, yeah, I mean, I there's know, just yeah. so much to think about, but we're all mm-hmm. just doing our But you best. got that smoker. I mean, jeez. Yeah. And so moderation. Me. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what I think on a weekend. On a weekend. On a weekend. Yeah, on a weekend. The, weekend. the carcinogens, I think, are take weekends off. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, why you can do a schedule. Yeah, you can do a bonfire on a weekend, and, and it's like not a big. It's thing. not a big deal. Yeah. Okay, guys, <laughs> let's get to the big, big one. Everyone ready? Ready. Okay. You are on a beautiful vacation with your spouse and two young children in the French Alps. While enjoying an opera ski lunch, you hear a loud bang. You look up and are horrified to see an avalanche coming straight toward you. Everyone in the restaurant panics. People are running for their lives. You look to your spouse and are shocked to see them grabbing their phone and running away. 
saving themselves and leaving you alone to protect your children. Of course, you'd gather your children and hide under the table. And just as the avalanche starts to dissipate, turns out it was no big deal. Can you ever look at your spouse the same way again, knowing that they abandoned you and your family in the face of danger? Dang. Have you seen the movie Force Majeure? I was just thinking, is this that Force Majeure movie that I haven't seen yet? <laughs> it sure is. Yeah. Um, um, what do they do? <laughs> wait so well, now so wait you said the staff run away and that but also well, my people, wife runs away you no know, people basically it's like people are panicking it's not like right. everyone's running away people are panicking um mm-hmm. but before in a split instant you like you your instinct is to grab your children and protect them sure. and as you're doing this you see your spouse grab their phone and take off running Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Is that what happens in force majeure? Yeah. So it's basically the question is kind of two parts. Like, would you be able to overcome that in your marriage? And also, can you blame someone for their nature? Okay. Is that phone like the next iPhone or something? It's it's a lot of people haven't even gotten it yet. Okay. Okay. That's prototype. That's something just to factor in for sure. So off the bat, first instincts, like basically are, uh, it's kind of like, are you mad at them? And are you able to like, look at them in Mm. the eye? Okay, right. First instincts. I think I I would be, I think I would be, I think I would be mad at them. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would be, I think I'd be upset if they grabbed their phone and left. (laughs) Uh, When I got out of it. Oh, and it's not even like a big and it's it's not even like a real it just kind of dissipates. Wow. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I think I'd be I think that'd be a conversation to to have and maybe um um would be uh something to uh <laughs> to dwell on a little bit and not really like let go. Of. <laughs> I don't know. It's I like know, would it be would kind really of be a thing that you keep bringing up every now and then? I like... would struggle to get over that. <laughs> I would, I would too. Now, another question does come up in this is the question of, you know, masculinity, especially for or the 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 um, kind of the patriarchal role, especially being the woman in like a fam like a family. Does dynamic. it make it worse in the movie? It's the man who does this. So yeah. does it oh. make it worse? Does it change it at all? I think it's that doesn't bad. sound realistic to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty bad either way. It's pretty bad uh, either yeah. way. But I think in some ways maybe, well, I don't know. I Actually, the mother leaving the children, I don't know. I think it's bad both ways. It's bad both ways. What I see, though, as Maria looking at like, okay, I've married, I've married this man who, you know, I do see as like, you know, I'm not like, put it in this, so... Like, if there was someone at the door, if I heard a thing downstairs, I would ask my husband to go check on it. I wouldn't be the one that went, I'm taking the baseball bat and I'm going. That's just mm. my dynamic with, mm-hmm. like, male and female in my life, right? right? It's, like, kind of, like, you're stronger than me. Obviously, I'm a little, you know, don't have any muscles. You She's go not down. not getting enough protein. I'm not it's getting a, enough protein. Well, there's a, it's a keto diet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta eat my steaks. So so then in if this happened it would be this like the protector in the relationship is fleeing and leaving me there and it that that adds a, a separate layer to this of like whoa the the man that's supposed to protect the family unit it's, unit. it's kind of like fight or flight right like everyone has either a fight yeah. or a flight instinct do you guys know what yours are have you ever been put to the test um i suppose um there's been 
the closest thing I can think, well, kind of what you're just mentioning, like if you hear a noise at night, um, then it's like, you know, getting up and checking all the doors, especially like if you're in a new place where you, you don't know what all the sounds are of the house and stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like that is sort of a little micro example. And for me, it's generally Stacy that gets up to go check. No. <laughs> it has been, it, uh, I, I can think of like one time where I think Stacy got up to go look it, mostly I'm the kind of the one that goes to try to, you know, be some sort of intimidating figure <laughs> yeah. for what, what amounts to be like nothing. Like, you know, the dog knocked over, like uh, whatever. Uh, uh, but, uh, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think, I think I try to, there's been, if I'm to a new city or I'm walking around like an unfamiliar area at night, I try to be like, uh, aware of like, okay, who do I need to be watching? If I'm mm-hmm. with my family, like, okay, what do I need to be watching for? And I'm on kind of like defense mode or right, something like that. Right. But it's never occurred to me, like, what's the quickest way that I could get away from my family and leave them? <laughs> yeah, like if someone was charging at you guys, you wouldn't run and leave no. them. You'd probably... Right. It, this is funny. And it, well, this is, this is actually, oh my gosh, I don't want to throw, this is not, oh gosh, I, it, telling this story kind of sounds like I'm throwing my wife under the bus. We can cut it out. You can tell, we can cut it out if you want. <laughs> but she tells the story and it's really funny. But when we were in New York years and years back, there was a, um, we were just walking down the street. I think we were walking through like Chelsea on our way to like the, one of the old UCB theaters. Uh-huh. And, um, a police cruiser stopped right next to us on the sidewalk and we looked and they rushed, got out of the car and rushed this guy that was, that was walking like right next to us. And like literally, um, as soon as that happened, I looked over and Stacy was gone. (laughs) (laughs) She, She was gone. And they grabbed this guy right in front of me and like pushed him against the wall, like six cops. And I was like looking at him. I was like, oh my God, like where is that? I have never seen her run so fast. Wow. And wow. I mean, but that was just her like gazelle instinct. That's her flight of, like, response. There's nothing. You know? The thing is, there's nothing wrong yeah, with that. And there was nothing wrong with that. And I never felt, I never felt threatened. I was sitting there going like, New York is amazing. This is like what I've read about. <laughs> look at this. You know, Stacy, a real uh, New York look. experience. She was, and then she like stopped and like two blocks down is like looking at me like, come over here. And I'm like, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I think she probably in that situation had the appropriate response. Whereas I'm like, kind of like, the dumb like i'm I'm just gonna sit there like 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 i'm looking at a car accident or something you know yeah it's interesting because that truly is like flight or fight because i think and that's similar to the avalanche where it all happens so fast like when you hear a creak in the house you have time to metabolize like okay i'm gonna go check but when it's something like the avalanche where it's it's rushing at you Mm -hmm. it's a little bit different i think that is a situation where someone's true instinct Might yeah, come, come and we point. also didn't have a two-year-old at that time. Totally. Right? Very, um, like right. if you had had the baby and she had ran, maybe she wouldn't have ran, or she would have, you know, made yeah. sure to get the kid. Maybe yeah. she would have grabbed the kid and pushed like, you. threw him out in the street. <laughs> so take him, <laughs> arrest him, officers, <laughs> arrest him. They came, arrest him. Yeah, I don't. The no. thing, yeah, 
I think that was never like a, that was, by the way, we never had any uh, sort of issue based off that. It's just been a funny story. Well, right. She probably thought you were right behind her. I think yeah. she thought I was yeah. like right behind her. And I she was like, why didn't you that? run? Yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't run either. I was just so shocked and like amazed by it. You know, right. It was it was so close. I mean, they just brushed past me like that. It was like I thought I was being arrested or something. Right. I, yeah, I mean, my instinct is always to stay and watch whatever's happening. Like, no matter, I really am, I don't know if it's a fight, if it's more just like a... Well, you might be in shock. I don't know if it's shock. I think it's like, let's see what's happening. Like, it's a curiosity kills the cat kind of thing. Where, like, I really do in, like, situations, like, that may be scary, I don't run. I might just kind of stay and want to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it was interesting. One time, I was at this um, you rest- sick, sick. <laughs> I love it. I, love uh, I was it. at this restaurant, and um, it was like a full lunch service. This is a restaurant in Long Beach, and they had these big glass um, doors in the front, but you couldn't see it from the um, the dining room. Mm-hmm. And so there's this huge crash. Like this sounds like either like a bomb went off or like a car ran into the restaurant. There's just this big crash, and it was so interesting to see. Half of the people, or it was divided into thirds. Like a third of the people just stayed sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, a third of the people got up and ran away from the noise. And a third of the people got up and ran toward the noise. Mm-hmm. Why'd they run toward it? To, to help to see what was happening. Like that's just some people's instinct is to go like, I was the I person that sat. I'm yeah. the person who sits and just goes, "Let's what's happening." I don't get up to go help, and I don't get up to leave. I just stay in the <laughs> middle. Yeah, I was the third that just keeps eating their dinner and goes, "Whatever happens, happens." I sat, but then more quickly than some other people got up to check. <laughs> <laughs> so quickly than some of the other. Like, there are some elderly folks who, you know, took a little more time to get up. Yeah. <laughs> It is interesting. I got. I just feel like I would. What would the? Should we do a little improv about the conversation that happens right after your husband runs away? Yeah, sure. Do you want to be? Who do you want to be? I'll be the. I'll be the. Um. Um. I'll be. The, I'll, I'll be the husband. You be the husband. Okay. You be the wife, and I'll be the aunt that was also there. That's your sister. Okay. That is really okay. gonna grill you. And so Alan ran away. The, from what? And from the avalanche. Okay, great. Okay, so now this is you coming back. Whew. Oh, oh babe, God. that was wild. That was insane. Oh my yeah, gosh, oh, are crazy. you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. When you invited kids? me to this French Alps trip, I didn't think the it was. The kids gonna... are fine. The kids are fine. Is oh. your phone okay? Uh oh wow. Oh yeah, I got my phone. Oh okay. Yeah, I was wondering where that. Okay, yeah, I know. Yeah, that was crazy. I uh, yeah, I saw I had a voicemail uh, from my um, sister, so I had to just. Oh, a voicemail from Check his sister. Check that real quick. Huh, well, yeah, she's like having trouble with her. Do you realize what husband you just and did? Stuff. <sighs> just survived an avalanche, all of us, and mm-hmm. I think that's really special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank God I, I love was you, kids. here. Thank God I was here to protect the children. Um. Well, <laughs> I mean, I guess nothing really, really happened. Yeah, right? thank God. You know? Tad, what she's saying is that you ran. You ran. Okay. It's okay. Let's not. Jeanette, wow. he ran. I... He took his phone and he ran. Look, okay, okay. You're addicted to that thing. And we've had this conversation before. Why was it even out on the table while we're having lunch? My screen time is 13% lower than it was last uh. week. I'm doing my damn best here. Look, it's a fight or flight response, okay? And I I guess I, f- I, guess I f- flew, okay? I, yeah, I don't you know. sure did fly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm. 
I'm like a bird, okay? I want to fly away. Well, you should fly away. Jeanette, you should fly away. Well, this wasn't part of the the contract that we had when we decided to get married. Because I was under the impression that I was marrying someone who was as devoted to me and our family as I am. I am. How do you know I wasn't over there, uh, you know, looking for a shovel to dig us out of this mess? Oh, Tad. Tad. A lot of people get stuck in an avalanche and they they don't have a shovel. You'd rather not (sighs) take your family with you? No. My thought was, I better find a shovel so I can get my family out of this mess. (laughs) I find that really hard to believe. Well... We would have been dead. I, I'm sorry. You can't. You can't put your. You can't give me the benefit of the doubt here, and you can't put your trust in me that I was looking for a shovel. And I found a large ladle. Where? Where is it? It's in the kitchen. I put it back. I was bringing it back, and then I, uh, the chef was like, "Hey, Jeanette, I'm making soup." Come on, this is this, this is. Yeah, you know, I what? wouldn't be surprised if she divorces your ass. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised, Sarah. Wait. Listen, Sarah, Sarah, stay you've out of always this. hated Tad. All right, you've always hated Tad because I've seen this part of him. I've oh, seen Sarah, I paid for your French Alps trip. Okay, you don't give me any lip here. Tad, don't throw that in her face. That's disgusting. Oh, it's disgusting what you guys are doing to me. Doing it's to Tad. you? I, the reason I've hated him for years is because I saw this quality in him. It's more. It's the phone. Oh, it's, really? Whether it's the phone, whether it's the job, you literally put into uh, uh, view who you are in your head. You acted it out today. Ugh. I'm getting oh, a hot chocolate. You work it out. I'm getting a hot chocolate. You work it out. I look like a hero today. You humiliated me. <gasps> you humiliated me in front of my sister. She's never going to let you forget this. Honey, no. I don't listen to your don't sister. Don't look at me. I, listen to you me. You need to get your You're own not married room. to your sister. You're married to me. I am married to my sister. What? <laughs> and <laughs> married to my sister, the new show, the new ABC show. Yeah, I could never forgive Tad. I couldn't yeah, either, especially with that attitude of like, oh, the of lying. like, yeah, the trying to weasel his way out of it. Oh, it's despicable because he knows, he knows in his heart he did something bad. Yeah, yeah. I think that, you well, know. Well, I mean, he was looking for a shovel. No, he wasn't. Dad, please. When someone shows themselves. Now, here's the second part of the question is, can you blame someone? And it is. It's showing. It's testing someone, right? It's giving them this ultimate test of what would you do in this situation and not giving any leeway of like intellectually, I do this, literally putting them to the test, right? And when someone shows who they truly are Mm -hmm. and it's not who you thought they were, then you'll never be able to forget it. Now, let me ask you this. Does it really matter when it comes down to it? Because we're living in a modern age. Most likely, especially if you just had this experience, you're not going to be in a position where this matters. Like most likely you're not going to have a home invader. You're not going to be like in the middle of a tsunami, like whatever it is. Like most people don't experience these big, crazy events where they need someone to like protect them. So does it in this modern age, maybe Tad has other attributes that are good does it matter that he doesn't have these caveman instincts to protect the family? Yeah. Does he have money, baby? Yeah. I yeah, think Tad, he paid for that French Alps trip. So there you go. That's like a, you know, you got to. Yeah. If, this, if that's something that you like that he provides. Then, uh, then you got to take you got a quandary. Yeah. Maybe there's a service where you can kind of test out a mate, you know, like. <gasps> that's a good idea. Sort of like, oh, like the game style or yes. something where. 
we're going to go have dinner and then, you know, like there's going to be, you won't know when, but someone is going to come in and like, such do a good something. idea, Alan. Yeah, actually, that's a really great idea. I hmm. wonder what my, my true nature would be in a situation like that. I don't know, like, like, I, I mean, this is kind of dark, but I'm when, anytime I go to a movie now, I'm always like, if someone came in here with a gun, mm-hmm. like, what would I do? You run toward the oh, exit. Yeah. Do you? I think first you're supposed to, yeah, you run toward the exit or do you hide? I think they say you're supposed to hide first, like run second and fight third. I would always run. If someone with a, with a gun, you're just supposed to run. And I don't know if that's my nature, but to teach yourself. That, uh, another thing to ask is, can you teach yourself this by just thinking about it? Can you change it? your nature? I bring a projector um, costume and I <laughs> put it on really quick and then I just stand still. Right. And they're like, that's well, smart. I'm not going to shoot the projector. Yeah. I just bring a lampshade. <laughs> I put it on my head in the seat. No matter oh where you God. are. Lamp in the seat. It's a collapsible yeah, lampshade. Yeah. Actually, this know. is a good product. That's a good, that's another, that's a good product right there. You can take it anywhere. There could be a lamp anywhere. Mm-hmm. There could be a lamp. You see lamps all over. There's lamps all in this room right now. <laughs> there are. Look at that. Over here. No, that's Matt. Oh. <laughs> Matt. I think you can change your nature. if You do? If you think about it, and you can't because people change all the time. People can become better than they were. I know, but that's nature. That's fight or flight. I mean, if that guy had a moment to think, he probably mm-hmm. would have stayed. But that the thing is with these situations is you don't have that moment to think. Like this is something rushing toward you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could. You can change your nature. Mm. Nature versus nurture. Very interesting hmm. sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I have no more to add to that comment well i have actually speaking of that we just watched that documentary um three identical strangers oh uh, on Netflix. Yeah, right yeah I that's a, seen it. that's uh, very interesting but if, I, I highly recommend it if anyone's interesting interested in nature versus nurture okay hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Alan, do you think that you can change your nature? Um... I think that uh um I I suppose I suppose yeah I think you can I mean I guess if you are able to acknowledge you know something like you could say it's like we were talking about earlier it's in my nature to or maybe I'm wrong about this in my nature to eat meat or something mm-hmm. like that like can I consciously gradually like you know have an effect i don't know if it's like flipping a switch but i do think you can change your your yeah because like response maybe people go into the army or become firefighters or become policemen i mean a lot of those people aren't born with the instinct of going Mm. into danger but they're taught through you know training and everything to deal with things in ways that other people wouldn't deal with things. So I think if you're, I, I think there is a way to change it. Mm, yeah. Maybe he needs to go through a boot camp or something. Right. I think yeah. if you're a weak, weak, um, what do you call it? When you've got a weak, dis- not disposition, brain, weak brain, weak brain, mm-hmm. uh, when you're, when you've, when you don't have a strong, well, I don't temperament, know. like you have a weak, um, 
when you're like a pussy. Will. <laughs> yeah, when you're a pussy. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, strong, weak-willed. I think well, yeah. that there are, if you become aware of that, that there are ways to change that within yourself and to be aware of that, that even when, if that did happen, you could, you could have changed kind of change the response your in yourself to, a little to bit. think, to go like, okay, I'm in that situation now. Mm-hmm. Well, what's interesting too is, um, you know, if you guys have ever been to therapy, they can, especially couples therapy, they will always work with you on like your fight or flight response, like within a fight, like within a couple. Cause it's like your instincts are always to like defend yourself yeah. or like, but they're like, that comes from like caveman times when you like needed to literally, like there was a lion attacking you. Mm-hmm. But and you were now, going, now I, I want to talk to you, lion. Don't you dare <laughs> leave. Like you get this. <laughs> Don't you leave this cave. Don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> oh, oh, I always do this lion huh oh always, always lion. really so that time so why your did mother you even wasn't... Wasn't... why did you even marry me if i'm such a bad person yeah. <laughs> that makes you look bad yeah. you're making yourself look stupid oh walk away walk away when i have the upper hand <laughs> oh you need space i'll give you space uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> take all the space you need yeah. lion and one more thing lion why do you get the last word, lion? <laughs> oh, you're just going to walk away now. Okay. okay. Oh, wow. Great, okay, great. Great big lion do over what, there. Do what you always do. Do what you always do. Walk away. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, you can, you can through, you know, meditation and different techniques, you can kind mm-hmm. of create space in your brain yeah. that slows the response. But I just think under those circumstances, it's not like mm-hmm. you're like a soldier going into war. Like this right. is out of the blue. Like you don't even have a second. Yeah. I, so, I, I, I feel like experiencing a moment like that in some form, whether it's contrived as like this is training in the army or for the fire department uh, or I always, one way that I justify playing video games sometimes to my own brain when I'm like, I play this game a little too long <laughs> is I'm like, I'm sort of mentally because a lot of, I like a lot of like into the world, like apocalypse game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of like getting a sense. I'm getting a fami- familiarity yeah, with the scenario. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. You know, this, the, the, it's a, it's, it's, I don't know, like, uh, just a virtual kind of experience of it, you know, kind of makes me feel like I'm a little more prepped for right. <laughs> something to go down, you know, when I'm obviously not at all. Maybe, <laughs> like, I mean, but, maybe. You might you know, be. But there yeah. might be, it might have, you know, like kind of mental, like maybe that, that bit of mental prep, you know, like would, would help me if I'm, if I'm at the Waffle House and somebody comes in waving a gun around, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. not saying the Waffle House hero in Alabama um, played a lot of video games. I'm just saying that. Um, right. But you're saying I, I, so what happened, in the, <laughs> what happened in the Waffle House again? Someone took down um, a shooter? Yeah, it was one of those, um, you know, potential like mass shooting situations. But a guy just was like having none of it. This one guy that was just a customer there and he went and um, I'm forgetting his name now. But if you look up like Waffle House hero or something. You know, he he just went and like went right after the guy. Just went right at Locked him. Walked toward know? the guy with the gun. That's oh yeah, and just like shut him in the door and took the gun, disarmed him. You know, and... yeah. I wow. see, I don't know if I. I'm pretty sure I don't have hero instincts, but I feel like sometimes you don't know who has those, and you yeah. don't know if you. Some have people it until... are just yeah. natural heroes yeah. and like don't you know even think twice about it. 
right? Like if, so if you're like standing there and you're like on a bridge over like rapids mm-hmm. and someone falls in the water, do you jump in no, after them? I'm, but I know my own strength. Mm-hmm. So I know if I go in that I'll die too. Well, this is, I guess, the other interesting thing that the guy that was, and I wish I could remember his name now, but um, he was really House interesting. Give him the credit. Was, was really interesting that he he was being interviewed and he was like, I was just protecting myself. This was self-defense. That's what a hero says. I know. That's why I was like, okay, you're kind of downplaying what you did. But, but you know, there might be some element of truth in the sense that, you know, you, you may be even give yourself like a little more oomph to fight or something. Yeah. When you, oh, I think that's when you so realize yourself true. as opposed to a scenario where someone's, in the rapids and you're kind of like walking on a trail nearby, like, you know, yeah, that's a, maybe a slight degree to the left or something. I'd like call the cops real quick in a, like a rapid scenario. I mean, I wouldn't be. And that's a heroic to... thing too. It's like, I'm yeah, calling def- those people who actually know how to, cause yeah, they could probably, uh, they would probably tell you, no, we're going to have to save you now because it's unlikely right, that right. you're going to. Yeah. I think this. they, they don't. Here's this guy. What's his name? This guy's name is, um, James Shaw Jr. Yeah. If we could change Incredible. the nature of everyone. Incredible. Oh, my God. Listen to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounded like I was on a, at a concert. Um, if we could change the nature of everyone and just be like, hey, when a shooter walks in, let's just all rush him. And, like, we'll have better chances because a couple of us will get shot, but, like, it's not going to be as bad as right. if. Well, maybe it's worse. I don't really. Know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think know. there's an argument for that. I guess it's hard to make everybody agree. That's the thing. It's like, can we change? If the new thing is like, if the new thing though was, I wonder if this would ever work because you know, like with earthquake drills here in in LA, growing up, you'd have to get under your desk. You know, if it was like, so that was what we were taught to do in an earthquake. You know, um, if it was like shooter drills, and it was like now everyone in the school hears shots, and you all run toward the shots or whatever. I mean, I wonder if that's even a possible, like, what would people do if that was the Like, what we were trained to do? I wonder if more people or less people would get hurt. Yeah, I suppose it, I mean, that that's a good point. Like, I yeah, I feel like in a school scenario, running and hiding is, like, probably the better option. I feel like hiding is what you should do. If it's like, oh, God. I mean, I don't even want to imagine. But yeah, if it's a bunch of people running at you and you've got an AR-15, it's it's not gonna. I mean, I suppose there's a good chance. There's a there's there's a good chance. Yeah, get them from behind. I don't know. Zena warrior cry. Everyone should do that. It's it's sad that we have to like think about. No, it's so sad. It's scary. It's so scary. I mean, that would be in a lot of ways even more despicable if it wasn't an avalanche. If it was like a shooter and the guy or the woman abandoned the family because. You do have a little Mm -hmm. bit more time sometimes. I mean, I know it happens all really fast, but it just, to me, there's something so like the avalanche coming at you. I guess the the shooting would, oh, we got to get off the shooting. (laughs) It's scary. scary. Well, what's the thing with the, an avalanche of bullets, the added, the the added element is the grabbing the phone thing. That's just that. I mean, I'm sure that is a really it's despicable see if that there is something to like running out and like assuming your wife and kids are behind you or your husband and kids are behind you but there is the element of oh I need to grab my phone in his brain and that Mm -hmm. he had a second to get the phone he could have grabbed one of the kids yeah right right 
I mean, I guess if they're phone size or something. Yeah, no, you're... (laughs) But they were, on the other hand, they were on the other side of the table in the movie. So he's on one side and they're on Mm. the other side. And so he's just running away from the avalanche. I haven't seen... It was a pretty big table. It was big enough. (laughs) It was (laughs) banquet banquet size. I've always thought about that, like, in a plant... Well, yeah, me and now... I guess when I would, when I fly like alone, sometimes I'm like, okay, I know where my laptop is, so I can just grab that really quick and throw it <laughs> in case I don't know we crash. Like, so you can protect what am I your thinking? laptop? Yeah, sweet. <laughs> my data. I think on airplanes. I was I think- writing something I really liked on there, and I haven't backed it up. I bet you on airplanes now. I mean, they're knock on wood. There hasn't. We can cut this out if this is too intense. But there hasn't been like terrorism on airplanes in a long time, and like someone like taking over the airplane. But I think in an airplane situation, people now know to like, no, if that happens, we're fucking going toward them because they know they they have enough insight that like they're taking over the plane and we're dying, or we're rushing this person and dying that way. So I think in that situation, I think we have been taught nature wise because seeing the instances in the past of like what to do in that situation even though it's our nature to because there's nowhere to I don't hide know, you just hope that there's enough people who would have that impulse on the uh, airplane i mean what if you get an airplane filled with pussies pussies <laughs> <laughs> I do uh, when I get on an airplane. I like make an announcement. Are y'all a bunch of pussies or what? What's happening here? <laughs> who's with me? If somebody gets a little cranky over here, who's with me? Yeah, we all rush them. If someone gets cranky. <laughs> you should have to take a test. There should be at least half non-pussies on airplanes. <laughs> and if there's too many pussies, they should trade tickets. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like sitting in an exit row. Yeah, like, exactly. say, that's like, another box you... to we check only off. Have, we have twenty too many pussies on this flight. If there's any non-pussies yeah. that want to get That's, on I guess, flight. what the exit row question really is. Like, are you a hero or a pussy? Totally. <laughs> but don't you just have to open the door on the exit Yeah, seat? but some, some people wouldn't be. I guess it's like, can you literally, like, pull a lever like what you know do you right. have mm-hmm. and they're trusting someone to just go yeah you should have to take a test you should do you should be in a fake scenario where they show the exit seat people i've never quite understood the exit seat like uh the taking that control like that control you have yeah in an exit row well you, they should say like the airline slogan should be heroes get more leg room <laughs> so you can attract <laughs> yeah. more heroes oh, to yeah. fly your mm-hmm. airline mm-hmm. yeah so, oh, yeah. there you f- go. final final thoughts. I mean, do we think, Alan, do you think, one, um, that that you could ever forgive your your spouse? And two, is it even that big of a deal? What were the initial questions? Uh, oh, it's mm. like, would you be able to, basically, would you be able to forgive and forget? Or would it, you think, slowly eat away at your marriage? And two, can you change your nature? Mm. I do think... Um, it would probably slowly like eat away at things. Um, so it would be tough to, uh, to forgive someone for something like that. <sighs> Watch me do this tomorrow. Here no, we go. Alan, here we go. Got I'm going to eat my blood. words. Here we go. You've got hero blood. Uh, thank you. Uh, well, I play a lot of video yeah, games that's and stuff. I mean. Um, I mean, you have the video game Hero Blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's right. That's one of my favorite games. Um, <laughs> and um, change your nature. Yeah, I think you can change. I think you can change your nature. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, it's like if you. I, I mean, I do think that there's like there would be a fundamental 
maybe hero kind of heart someone might have that they would automatically do it. And then those of us who maybe are more cowards (laughs) (laughs) could learn to, to maybe make a more heroic or altruistic or, you know, um, uh, a choice that would help more people than just yourself a non-selfish choice (laughs) there should be a class out there people can take for a class for cowards and it's literally coming to terms with your cowardice and finding ways to fix it i mean but we can't all be heroes why then Mm -hmm. there'd be no cowards to save yeah heroes need they rely on cowards Mm -hmm. well are they saving cowards or are they just saving vulnerable people that can't be heroes in the moment oh i see like children and um teens (laughs) (laughs) okay what's your answer maria i it would eat away completely at the marriage because it would it would change my view on them and make me feel unsafe in um and and make just i would look down upon my spouse that's for sure and i do believe nature can be changed with um consciousness with being aware and um kind of teaching yourself in whatever way i don't know how but there there is ways to change your nature i think where though your nature maybe your nature doesn't change you're able to view what's happening as it's happening. I think you're right. And I was just thinking about this while you guys were talking and I wasn't listening. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I think maybe if he had been more present Mm -hmm. that he would have made a different choice because um, Mm -hmm. like there's the impulse to grab your phone just to me seems like someone who's like so addicted to technology and isn't like being mindful or present. Mm -hmm. So I feel like maybe if he could like meditate a little more, maybe he'd protect his family on the next avalanche. Yeah. I think for me, it would destroy my marriage um, and it would slowly eat away at it for sure but I do think over time and with like therapy maybe I could stay with this person but it would be really challenging but I do think over time like Mm -hmm. as like oh the next day there's no avalanche the next day there's again there's no avalanche I'd start to feel Mm -hmm. like okay well hopefully he's got maybe because he's such a coward he's also sensitive Right. I mean, there's still probably admirable things about this person. They just had a bad, you could maybe give them the benefit of the doubt. They had a bad moment over time if you're really willing to work on that. But those other admirable things should be very obvious yeah, yeah, and very, yeah. very clear. Yeah. And um, luckily, you know, I mean, in this, especially in the if they're movie, open to working on it. Totally. You know? In the movie and us where we are now, like we're not living in a war zone. So really day to day, it's unlikely you have to be in this situation, but still it would be hard. And you think you can change your mm-hmm. nature or you can't? Um, I didn't at first, but coming around to it, I don't think you can change your nature, but I do think you can overcome your nature. Yes, you're mm-hmm. right. Overcoming your nature. And I think change your nature is a good band name. Mm. Mm. How about the nature change? Are we starting a band? Nature change. Nature change. Nature change. Nature changer. Granola bars. Nature (laughs) change. Granola bars. (laughs) Or protein bars. Protein bars. Because they'll make made with real cow hoofs. (laughs) Made with bo. They're simply bovine. So we we solved that, guys. Good job. Yes. So now we have a Dear Big Ones. This is a segment where we read a listener um, mail. So, (laughs) (laughs) Dear Big Ones, my listener Big One comes from Saskatoon, Canada. I travel a lot for work and therefore spend a lot of nights in hotel rooms. Recently, I was staying overnight and as I was trying to fall asleep, the couple in the room beside me began to have sex. Mm. They were not overly loud or being overly crass or anything. The walls were just very thin. 
I could clearly hear everything and therefore had a heck of a time trying to sleep and felt overall gross. Terrible of me, but I assume it was a prostitute as the hotel is frequented by truck drivers and someone left quickly once the deed was done. I considered banging on the wall or calling the front desk, but decided against it. My question is, at what point is it acceptable for me to cause a fuss or is it ever... Or is it ever if they're just living their lives to the fullest? I also have an idea for a big one. Okay, we'll go into that. It's from a Seinfeld episode. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm. Um, and this is from um, Ollie or Allie. Allie. Ollie? I don't know. Ollie. Allison. Allison. Allie-san. Wait. So, and the question is, do you... Do you quiet them down or you let them know that, hey, I'm trying to sleep here? Yeah, at what point? And what did she do? She didn't do that. She didn't do anything. Okay, she right. just had a fitful night's rest. <sighs> I mean, that to me is a to each their own type of situation, I suppose. Gosh, they'd really have to be. Going. It would it would have it would have to sound like violent or something to me to like feel yeah. like I needed to like acknowledge it or step in. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like. Uh, you know, um, not really the the hero in this uh, scenario, <laughs> but uh, the hero yeah, is the prostitute. I don't know. I think it's kind of funny when you know something you know like that kind of happens to me. But, yeah, I think if it's going all night, you have a right to like bang mm-hmm. on the wall or call someone. But if it's just like what's norm, what's an acceptable sex time to have in a hotel room when you're disturbing the peace? Like forty five minutes, an hour. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think give it 45 minutes to an hour, and if it's still going on, then you can bang on the wall. Yeah, it's yeah. also you get what you pay for. I mean, if this was a mm. hotel with thin walls that, you know, and you're kind of coming into, if this is like a trucker hotel and this is yeah. known for, you know, prostitutes, although I didn't know this was a world, the trucker prostitute If world. your bed vibrates when you put a quarter in yeah, it, then, like, then you, you're going to have to take it all in. Um, but uh, you know, if it was something like an apartment building, like, or something where it, it just depends, you're there for a night and it's like, you kind of, you get, you if you're staying somewhere where, you know, you expect a little more then I wouldn't, then you're paying a little more then you'd go, you know, Hey, I'm trying to get a good night's sleep here. But if and they're, they're having sex, they're not having a party. But if it's like yeah. crazy and loud and I mean, then who knows really what's going on? What if it was music? What if it was someone playing music? I, I think music's different because I feel like that's uh, after a certain hour, it is not OK to play music. But sex is like, I guess if you're being really loud, though. Yeah, I don't know. Because if because in my mind, if it's like if it's like 1 a.m. and you're at a hotel and someone next to you is playing music really loud, then I'm like. I'm at the front desk within 30 seconds and I'm going, this is bonkers. Give me my money back and I will never be here again. But mm-hmm. if it's sex or if, you know, even if it's people talking really loud at like 1 a.m., I feel like I would go to the front desk. Yeah. So why are we making a sexception? Mm. Nice, Amanda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Is that odd of me to think like. I guess because that's nat- that's a that's a nature thing. And we want That's, to populate wanna, the earth. We want to populate the earth. And you can't help the noises that they make or whatever are kind of like, it's not like someone's just sitting there talking. It's like mm-hmm. sometimes like people can't help the noises they make during a certain if kind If you're of, camping in the forest and, you know, two bears are out there. Yeah, you don't fault them for yeah, it. But what if am they I were talking do? really call well. the Call the front oak tree? <laughs> Good, no. Alan. You guys are killing it. No. You guys- Six. You will laugh at our <laughs> jokes. 
I don't know. What an odd... I'm really thinking about this now because what an odd thing that I would over other things I would call the front desk. But if it was sex, I wouldn't. I know. Why is that? Is I think everyone yeah. wants to support people getting their rocks off. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. Pictures. I think oh, there's it, an easy solution to this. And this, and is, also that's... that's oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, no, please. But uh, that's also your... Um, you're interfering with someone's business if that is indeed a prostitute situation. Yeah, that's a that's a business transaction. I yeah. never interfere and with. She doesn't come in your office. You know, <laughs> we you support know? small businesses. We support here at small the big businesses. Definitely. That's what we're supposed to support is small business. I guess it does depend on time too. If it did go over an hour, if it was going on, then I would call the front desk. If it went over a time limit. Uh, with music, <laughs> because it seems, you know why? Because it seems like as they're starting, they don't mean to make noise. They're doing something that doesn't mean to make noise. Whereas if you put on mm-hmm. music, you're meaning to make noise. If you're talking really loud, you're being just inconsiderate just by, mm-hmm. I don't also, know. If this wasn't a business transaction, it might have been quieter. You know, she's, mm-hmm. right. maybe she's putting on a show. She, is definitely. she was trying to get more business. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, easy solution, and this isn't that fun because it's not talking about like the moral implications, but noise-canceling headphones or earplugs. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. always just have them with you. And they might have them at the front desk. I'm sure too. that if it's the kind of establishment you say. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could have knocked on the door. She would have given you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She if- probably has a blindfold. You can just tie it vertically around your head like a headband, cover your ears. Mm-hmm. She's got like a little fuzzy little blindfold definitely and then she'd come back get it at the end you'd chat maybe share a cup of coffee to talk about your guys life's lives how different Mm -hmm. they are yeah Hmm. yeah okay well we solved that there you go allison yeah alison alison okay guys well what a great episode i think we really figured out a big one did you have fun alan i had a great time I can't believe it's over. I, I thank you for all the wisdom and the uh, advice. It's fun to get. It's fun to get into them. It is. It is. I don't spend enough time getting into it. You know, have re- having real talk, and so this is good. This mm, is real good talk. For me. I feel, yeah. and we've talked about this before, but I feel like us talking about this stuff has made me more conscious about things that I would and wouldn't do in situations. Mm-hmm. It, and it is kind of changing my nature in a lot of ways. Where once we talk about stuff, I I am conscious when things happen. Though and, not on the avalanche scale, but I am conscious about morality. Have you had a, you know, a thing happen like in life that was a moral choice that that happened after you had discussed it on the uh, show, so that you could sort of act accordingly? Mm, no, no. But I'm just not personally. But I kind of look at situations differently. But I would mm-hmm. like to be tested, not in any crazy way. But I I would like to see how I do in certain situations. I think we, hmm. you've had a couple times though, and so have I, where we've called the police on odd. Beh- I mean, you've I always the, done I always call the police. A couple times. I've called oh, the police yeah? since you've been here, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> do you call nine one one or do you call? I used like, to, but now there's that non-emergency th- okay, thing right. you can call. Yeah. Uh, th- there's always been that, but I've just heard about it. But yes, I've called. I've called because I haven't. I there's been times when I didn't call call it, and I feel really bad that now I do call. Like if I see something that seems a little odd to me, I, I'll just call and you say something. I see something and I say something, and then I go away. See it, mm-hmm. say it, sorted. That's in London. That's their little saying. Mm-hmm. Sorted. Like, sorted means like it's all figured out. It's keep all okay. calm and sort it out. Yeah, Alan, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I picked up a little bit of an accent when I was, you know, whenever I go there, it's yeah. crazy. 
Alan, where do you have anything coming out that you want to plug or anything you want? Oh, uh, we maybe mentioned it earlier. You're the worst is coming the back for the fifth season, final season. This, uh, well, when is this? Out? Uh, this will come at the end of January. Okay, we'll have already um, started, but we'd probably be maybe three episodes in at that point of right. this season. So look for that. And I suppose you've probably already talked about Drunk History. That's coming. That's, that's, that's starting. That's right. That starts, I believe it will be. I'll be popping up in the sixth season. That's right. What story do you tell this time? Uh, the story of Phineas Gage. That's oh. right. And what's that? Oh, wait a minute. Let me think if I can figure this out. Give me a hint who Phineas Gage is. It Just has bit. to do with um, the brain Phineas Gage was hit, got a stick in his head <gasps> mm-hmm. of dynamite. He he blew himself up gold mining or whatever in land rail track and a thing got into it. And then he became a, a steel, side show. A steel rod. He became yeah. a sideshow act because he had a steel rod coming out of his head. Right. Well, it, it you know, that's funny. I used to think because there's a in the history books, it was like you see a picture of Phineas Gage and he's got the rod in his uh-huh. head. Um, or a drawing of that. So I just thought he was walking around with a steel rod yeah. in his head. Is that not? It shot through his head like a javelin and left a huge hole um, through his frontal lobe and through his face and his cheek and everything. So that was the the big kind of, I guess, from a medical research standpoint, the the kind of the effects of that or the outcome was that, you know, you can still like what what that sort of frontal lobe impact actually does to your because he changed he turned into an asshole he He changed he turned into like a party guy or something right he became and all of his friends were like what's going on and he was like yeah let's go bang chicks yeah it (laughs) loosened his inhibitions and he was not you know quite like the reliable like worker and laborer anymore and he was like a uh uh you know potty mouthed uh party dude yeah wow. yeah kind of guy we'd want to hang with yeah uh-huh. yeah, but but over time he 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 his brain you know slowly regenerate not regenerate i don't think that's the right word but it's sort of <laughs> it sort of was like healing and he you know he lived for like a decade after that and, yeah. and so so his he sort of kind of like leveled leveled back out um eventually yeah, cool but story yeah that's awesome i play yeah. one of his friends who oh. goes, what's going on? Although I don't think I had a line, but I think um, my facial expression was kind of like, what's happened mm-hmm. to you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you do a lot of just visual ad libs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really I do fun. a lot of blinking and a lot of just like, like a lot of pointing at people and mm-hmm. stuff like Gestures. that. Gesture. Yes. I, if, I, if you don't give me a line, I will gesture for days. Oh, yeah. You'll sign a line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should start <laughs> signing. <laughs> just so I can, maybe I'll get some You're gonna SAG get, money. Yeah. <laughs> But what about sign language? That's a language. I'm yeah, speaking. I think I'm, that's a speaking role. I'm speaking with my hands. I wonder if that is a loophole. I don't think so. Oh, well. If they haven't figured it out yet, then it might be. Let's test it out. Let's um, put them to the put them test. To the test. How about, do you want people to follow you anywhere? Instagram, Twitter? Oh, yeah. On Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Alan McLeod. And... <laughs> On YouTube, which is a, I checked my page from which the last up video I uploaded was like nine years ago. <laughs> I'm Jay Allen McLeod. I think I'm gonna start messing around with YouTube oh, that's again. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really taken off now. I don't know if you guys have heard. Yeah, of it. I've heard people are doing. Yeah, pretty people well do on YouTube. It. Yeah, yeah. So I might check in and yeah, do that. 
Well, and that's it. That's a lot. That's hey, I'm just so busy, man. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> so are we. We're I can barely busy. keep track of all my projects. Are so bad. Yeah. <laughs> So, maybe one of those days will be true for us. Wouldn't that be nice to have that uh, to be busy? I mean, we're busy. We're busy. Y'all are sitting here being busy right yes, now. Yes, no, we're busy. I'm not taking any phone calls right now. No, but then again, no, no. one's calling. But if there's an avalanche coming, you're, yeah, you're I'm on out. that phone. <laughs> See ya. Uh, you guys can follow us on Twitter at the Big Ones Pod. Please email us uh, on. Please email us your little. No, I always mess this up. <laughs> Please email us your big screen big ones or just your listener big ones. Or if you just want to say hi at the big ones podcast at gmail.com. And that's I think that's it. Keep it cool. Because we did our thing at the beginning that we would have done here. Because right now, as Mm -hmm. the woman said, no one's listening anymore. So we could say whatever we wanted. Say anything. Wow. Anyone have anything? Anything shocking anyone wants to say? You shut up, you. If you're listening to this, shut up. You shut up. You shut up. You shut up. Shut up. Shut up. That's the worst thing anyone could do to me is to shush me or to go like, just the sound of a shh is horrible to me. I have something to say. Um, If you guys are interested in the nature versus nurture or not really. I mean, if you're interested in nature, I've been watching Survivor and I've never really <laughs> watched it, but I just got started watching one of the newer seasons uh-huh. um, with Matt called It's Millennials versus Gen Xers. Oh my it's God. really fun oh, to no. watch. We've been binging it and I'm loving it. That's an interesting And it thing. really shows you people's nature. Okay. Wow. Okay. So nature changers. We're nature changers. Well, thanks so much for listening to the the big. Oh, we do this together. If you want to do it with us. Oh, me too. You could say the big one. We'll say. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to the the big big ones. ones. A big screen. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.